0: is in the building. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Big Alan DeWood here at Small Town Fantasy Legends. Just a couple guys from a small town making big waves in the fantasy world. What's up, DeWood? What's up, Big Al? Yeah. How about that shout-out today on Instagram? Posted a video last night, uh, a little highlight of George Kittle to some Stone Cold Steve Austin music, called it Stone Cold Kittle, get a post from his sister on her IG story saying Stone Cold Kittle in all caps, tags Kittle and goes, can't wait to see you kill it
1: next week. I love it. Let's go. How many times do you think Kittle watched that video?
0: Dude, he's still watching it. He's been watching it all day. Like just like the song, like alone. He's probably ready to run through a wall.
1: His uh, his wife liked it as well.
0: His wife did like it. So the
1: whole Kittle family's on board. Probably watching it together right now.
0: <laughs> but no, that's awesome. You know, we're just pushing out that good content. It's getting around. Now we can talk some football. Big draft tomorrow.
1: Yeah, big draft tomorrow. Been waiting for this all year. It's the league we've been waiting for. Bowler texted me, said he's cleaning up the basement. I was like, I should have done that a week ago. But awesome. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> Glad to hear it'll be nice and clean for yeah. us
1: And uh, so this one's actually the the snake draft Where last night we had the auction draft And it was actually Keeper League And it was the first year of doing the Keeper League One pick that I'm really happy about is Joe Mixon so Yeah, what,
0: what did you get Mixon at?
1: I got Mixon for
0: $38 That's pretty good, on a $200 budget
1: Yeah, so the reason I really like Mixon is because, I mean, last year he was the RB9 in PPR leagues, and he missed three games, Right, Right. and he got those 237 carries last year, and he got almost 1,200 yards from it. So in those three games, if he has anything over 50 yards, you know, maybe 300-yard games, he's getting close to about 1,500 yards. Um, He had eight TDs and 43 receptions. I think all of those stats are going to go up this year. There's a path for him to be a top-five fantasy running back.
0: There really is. Andy Dalton is not that great. doesn't have that many options at receiver right now with A.J. Green out. So it's just Tyler Boyd. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to have to check down big time to him. And like you said, with him uh, having 43 receptions, I think that could be close to about 60. Yeah. Like, definitely. And with just shy of, like, 300 yards for him in the air, what if that's 500
1: 2,000-yard season for him, maybe? It's possible. Like, the the ceiling's really there. Yeah. And the best thing about drafting Mixon is you don't have to take him in the first round. And a lot of people are sleeping on them. They are. So if you have, like, the fifth, sixth, seventh pick, you can probably get him on your second round, back around in snake drafts. Definitely. Which is a huge value. Um, so you can start out with, you know, say if you have the seventh pick, someone like Bell, and then swing back with Mixon. And then, boom, you have two uh, running back ones to, to start.
0: Exactly. And if you're following us on Instagram, STFL underscore fantasy football, you'll see that we have Mixon ranked 10th overall. Yep. 10th.
1: Exactly. We he's combined. going, like, late second. I think we have him with the RB6. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Mixon is, in my opinion, one of the best values in the draft, so do not sleep on Mixon. So, yeah, definitely don't sleep on Mixon and – This was the first auction draft that we did, and some advice, try to save some money towards the end of the draft, because there's so many good players, typically, uh, towards the end of the draft in auction leagues. and if you have no money, there's just nothing you can do and you can't bid, so my starting lineup is looking really good, but I don't have too much depth. Um, I got George
0: Kittle for $19, towards the end of the draft. Um, Travis Kelsey and... Zach Earth both went in the 30s. Wow. Yeah. And they both got nominated way earlier. Um, I think everyone kind of just, like, overlooked him. Mm-hmm. And another guy I got, who I'm not super high on, but I had to jump on this because nobody had any money, Derrick Henry. I got him for $17. Wow. That's an RB2, like a strong RB2. $17. And I also, because the price was right, I got Evan Ingram, a top five tight end, for $5. Yeah. So it's like, you let these guys go,
1: Josh Jacobs, $8. We don't know what he's going to do yet, but what if he's a beast? Yeah. $8. It's funny that you're saying that, I remember all of these guys, and I just had no money to even bid. I was just out of the picture, and there was it, nothing I could do about it. It was awesome. Yeah. So
0: the big reason also is because there's some people out there, I'm not putting, not putting any shade towards you, bro, but <laughs> the Nick Chubb hate train. Let me land him. He let me land him for $35. Wow. That is a good price.
1: That is a good price for him.
0: So I think that kind of gave me the window to have that money to, like, at the end to pick up on those guys. But there's so many players, especially in a 10 league. Keep your eyes out. Don't try and waste your money and get the best
1: players right away.
0: It won't work out for you. Yeah.
1: For our draft tomorrow. This is a... PPR league, 12-team, normal snake draft. Anyone in particular you're staying away from?
0: Oh, yeah. I'm definitely staying away from David Montgomery.
1: Wow. Everyone's talking about
0: this dude like he ran for 2,000 yards last year. I'm sick of it. He's a rookie. He had like a five-yard run that looked really good in preseason. What else is he doing? Tariq Cohen is still there. I do think he's not going to have as good as a year last year because of Montgomery, but it'd be the same thing if Jordan Howard
1: was there. Yeah. ESPN rankings have him ranked at uh, 44th overall, too. So he's climbing in the rankings.
0: Yeah, he's definitely climbing. This mock draft that I did, he went at the middle of the third round.
1: Wow. I would never waste a third-round pick on a guy that I don't know anything about. Yeah. So what do you think? He's just kind of being like a timeshare the whole season, kind of?
0: I mean, he he'll definitely be a timeshare, but Mitchell Trubisky's good. I don't think they're gonna dedicate their whole offense to the run game all year. He can scoot too, and he can pass.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know why he's getting all this hype. I don't either,
0: and I'm staying away. If he's right there, no. Yeah, definitely just moving along. I'd rather get somebody that I know is gonna produce. Like third round, even if I wanted to be that guy, I could just get Mahomes. Get him off the board early.
1: Yeah. Third round is very high for David Montgomery. It
0: is. I would rather Damian Williams over him and Derrick Henry.
1: Yeah.
0: I'd rather both those guys in the third round over him.
1: Yeah. It'll be interesting to see who drafts him tomorrow. Uh, one guy that I'm really high on that I haven't been, but he's... Uh, growing on you a little yeah, bit? growing on me Who's a little this, bit. Who huh? is this, huh? Is Chris Godwin. I mean, I'm... Another, a believer. Another guy I snagged last I night. I know. I saw that. I'm a believer in the Bucks. Like, I think that they're kind of like so bad in real life that it helps their fantasy performance tremendously. When they have no run game, their defense stinks. Jameis Winston, he loves to sling the ball, uh, and I think Chris Godwin is going to be the person who benefits the most. Um, Humphreys is no longer with the team think he caught about 60 balls last year believe it or not so that's 60 more balls someone's going to catch and uh, mike evans is definitely going to do his thing he's going to draft in about the end of the second third round and i think chris godwin is also going to do his thing as a solid wide receiver too definitely very sneaky for 100 grabs this year another person that i'm going to target for tomorrow is uh is cooper cup yep that another, I think I am going to win this uh, auction league.
0: <laughs> <At> <laughs> Cooper Cup, my wow. team is well
1: done for twelve bucks. So I am saying there was so much depth down yeah. the there. I Can't believe I missed out. But, uh, but Cooper Cup, he he tore his uh, ACL last year, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, and I know you are about to bring up right now. What am I going to bring up? He has his best times ever right now. You already uh, know in practice. You know. Oh, of course. Is that I'll, the
1: most insane thing ever? Yeah,
0: best best route running, best forty yard dash, everything, best times ever, just coming off
1: an ACL injury. I think he's going to crush it. I think uh, last year he he, uh, he finished with 40 receptions. Obviously, he missed, like, half the season. I think this year it's very possible for him to get 80-plus receptions. Definitely. Goff, Cup, that's some white magic right there. Yes. <laughs> Especially if uh, Gurley's not playing and they have no run game. Yeah. Gurley's a big question mark. I still don't really know what's going on with him. Would you take Gurley?
0: Uh, I would, I, I'm, like, definitely the type of drafter that will – take the risk. But mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm either risking on Melvin Gordon tomorrow or Todd Gurley.
1: Yeah.
0: And I I'd rather take the risk on Gurley just because he still had he was still top 3 for fantasy points last year. And yeah, you know, he's a mystery. So what if he's just completely fine? Would you take Gurley in the second round? No. Third round? Third round Third I'd round. be thinking about it. Yeah. But if he was there in the fourth round, like, and I had the first pick in the fourth round, I would scoop him up real quick.
1: Yeah. And a lot of the mock drafts that we were doing, he's been going in the third round. So, yeah. It, it could one be a steal.
0: The, yeah, it could be a steal. And, you know, draft early, though, just make sure you handcuff him with Daryl Henderson. Um, nobody should be going out of their way to draft him, so you should be able to get him right at the end of the draft, no problem. Yeah, true. So I decided to be nice this week. And not do a boo birds alert. Boo. <laughs> boo. I want good vibes going into week one. So gonna scale it back here. And since you've been giving us some rapid fires, D Wood, I'm gonna hit you with them right now. You ready right. for it? Yeah, let's do it. Gonna kick it off with David Johnson or James Conner.
1: Wow. That's a tough one. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go DJ. The reason I say that is DJ finished last year as the RB10, and he had a horrible season. Everyone who had it was probably disappointed because they expected better. I think the offense is going to be a lot better and more electric this year, and I think James Connors is going to regress from last year. He had a really hot start, but towards the end of the season, he did fade out, and I think a similar thing is going to happen, and DJ is going to be close to that top five running backs where Connors might even be outside the top ten.
0: I agree, and DJ played all 16 games last year. Oh, yeah, true. Now, Chris Godwin or Julian Edelman? Oh, wow. I'm going to go Godwin.
1: Um, I think Edelman is going to have a perfectly fine season if he doesn't uh, get injured, but Godwin has the potential to be a really high upside wide receiver too. That offense is going to be throwing the ball every single game, probably more and every other team, and I want Godwin to uh, on my team because of that. No doubt.
0: Battle of the top guns right here. Julio Jones or Devontae Adams?
1: (laughs) I got to go Julio Jones. I always have to draft Julio. The man said he was going to have 2,000 yards. No, 3,000 yards this year. That's what he said, right? So I'm drafting Julio. I'm always confident in it. Nothing against Adams, but I'm picking Leo.
0: Now I'm going to go with a little bit of the new school for you. Deshaun Watson or Lamar Jackson?
1: Mm-hmm. So really love both these players again. Lamar Jackson, I think, is going to continue to do well and be a really good quarterback this year. But I do think Watson is going to be a top three. He has better wide receivers. He also can run the ball. And I think he's going to be a top three so because of that, I have to go with Watson over Lamar Jackson.
0: And my last one here, not much of who's going to do better in fantasy,
1: but who gets signed first, Zeke or Melvin Gordon? Wow, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Zeke. I think Zeke actually gets signed. He, the Cowboys made an offer that was very close for having him to be the number one paid running back. So I think because they're already so close, they're eventually going to get a deal done. Everyone's saying he's going to sit out six games. That could happen. I think he's going to get a deal done where not too many people are talking about Gordon, and I don't think the Chargers respect him like the Cowboys respect Zeke. So I don't think the Chargers are going to pay him. So I actually do think Gordon is going to sit out the whole year.
0: Yeah, you nailed it on that. And, I mean, hopefully Zeke isn't uh, back in Cabo looking like the Fat Ninja Turtles, like Two Screens <laughs> said last week.
1: Yeah, Two Screens did say that last week. He is currently in Texas as we speak, though, um, and he was working out in combo. He looks great.
0: Yeah, he uh,
1: he looks like actually like much skinnier and in shape. So, I hope he does play this year. I do
0: too. I hope they both play.
1: Yeah, just
0: because uh, we draft tomorrow, so it'd be nice to know. Yeah, that nice would be to nice. really know. We waited out till the thirtieth of
1: August, so it's like, yeah, I doubt we're gonna hear in the next twenty four hours. But I know, LFG though.
0: <laughs> um, so, like I said, we're drafting tomorrow. And if you guys haven't drafted yet, um, best of luck. We're hoping that our rankings have given you a pretty good idea on what you should do in this draft. Um, Since we've given you the top 40 picks, we're going to close it out now with the final 10 to complete the top 50. Kick it off with number 41.
1: 41, I am going Godwin.
0: And, you know... Did the rapid fire for a reason. I'm going Edelman right after. Wow, 42? Yeah, definitely.
1: Nice. All right. 43, I'm going with Mark Ingram. They're going to, you know, I think they're going to be running the ball a lot. And I like the potential Mark Ingram has this year. You know, it's funny how
0: these rapid fires are connected because last week we had Ingram and Carson. So I'm going to go Chris Carson right after. Oh, yeah, we did. A bunch of great players this year, man. The draft is so deep. Yeah, they're really.
1: we're already in the fourth, almost fifth round right now, so... All right, so Chris Carson at forty four, at forty five I'm gonna take it back to the wide receivers. I'm gonna go Alshon Jeffrey. He hasn't really hit his potential yet um, in Philly, and I think that could happen at any point. So he's the wide receiver one. So I'm gonna I feel comfortable selecting him at forty five overall. Awesome,
0: forty six, hoping that he stays healthy. Gonna go Aaron Jones. I think he's primed for a big year.
1: Nice, forty seven, going back to my boy Watson. Yeah, I think it's time. Creeping on the fifth round, if Watson is, you know, just chilling there, uh, I don't think you will regret taking him. Yeah,
0: definitely not. Uh, At 48, I have to do it. David Montgomery. (laughs) I'm not going to draft him, but at this point,
1: he'll be gone
0: in your draft or it's time to pick him. So I think 48 overall is the perfect spot for him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Third round is ridiculous, but... After that, you can make an argument. Definitely. At 49, I'm going to go with Lockett. Lockett is the new wide receiver one there. Baldwin retired. Um, Who else they throwing the ball to this year? Might as well take a risk on him around the fifth. Definitely. Pop, drop, and Lockett
0: all season long. (laughs) Uh, And then I'm going to close it out just because I love the way the offense is looking. Calvin Ridley. I think Matt Ryan's going to be slinging it. Him and Julio. You got Muhammad Sanu in the slot, so not going to be able to really focus on one guy in on the when you're on defense. So yeah, they're it's all really good. Super really Oh, is. It's so
1: good. Go. nice. So we already have posted picks number one through forty on our Instagram at stfl underscore fantasy football. We will post the forty-one through fifty as well. So check those out. DM us if you have any questions or you need any advice. And wanted to thank everyone for listening today, episode five of STFL. And
0: if you guys can give us a follow on Spotify or a
1: five-star on Apple Podcasts, it would be much appreciated. We're excited for next week. The fantasy football season kicks off, so we're going to have a lot more to talk about going over trades, players that are trending up, players that are trending down. So a lot of exciting stuff coming, episode coming next week. Probably on, what are we thinking, Saturday, right before Sunday?
0: Yeah, sounds good. Just so if anything crazy happens, like, you guys will have all the updates, and we'll definitely be posting any breaking news or anything like that on Sunday just to give you a heads up so you don't end up starting somebody who's injured or not playing.
1: Nice. Well, (laughs) well, uh, we'll talk to you guys next Saturday.